0: Hello and welcome to Ninth Seed. I'm your host, Moose Huerta. This episode is somewhat of a season recap and playoff preview. We will be breaking down this season and last season's NBA Eastern and Western Conference 9th place teams. And depending on the team, we'll be discussing their progress or lack thereof. Please note our Turkish basketball episode featuring Enes Kanter and Hito Turkoglu is still a work in progress. We'll be finishing that one up once Enes and the Portland Trailblazers season wraps up. For those of you that are new to the podcast, ninth Seed is a play on ninth place teams in either the Western or Eastern NBA Conference. And the reason why I like talking about ninth place teams is because they are usually one of three kinds of teams. There's the sad story of a good team that's in decline. There's the even sadder story of a middle of the road team that's stuck in mediocrity. And finally, there's a story of hope, a bad team that's getting better. So for this episode, we'll start things off with some stories of hope. Last season's Western Conference ninth seed team was the Denver Nuggets. They had come in ninth place two seasons in a row, and with all the young talent they had, they were perceived as being consistent underachievers. I thought Nuggets head coach Mike Malone's job security was in serious jeopardy, and it's a good thing for Coach Malone that I was wrong. They improved from ninth place last season to 2nd seed this season. Hey, bring it in, fellas. Bring it in. Bring it in. Hey, we got this bottle of water. We don't got no champagne right now. We got no champagne, but we got some water. We ain't satisfied, but we're gonna celebrate tonight. Hey, we going places, fellas. I can't see my eyes sting, but I love you Family on three. One, two, three. That was Coach Malone just after the Nuggets beat the Boston Celtics in Boston, uh, which secured their playoff berth. That's also the sound of a young and excited team on the come-up, in large part due to the play of Serbian center Nikola Jokic. He was a first-time All-Star, and I'm of the opinion that he'll beat out Joel Embiid for the All-NBA First Team Center. He led the Nuggets in almost all offensive and defensive categories, Per game, he averaged 20 points, 7.2 assists, 10.8 rebounds, and 1.4 steals. However, the Nuggets' first-round matchup is against the San Antonio Spurs. You have the Spurs, who I would say have a less talented roster, but one made up of playoff-tested players, whereas the Nuggets have a better regular season record with a starting lineup that has minimal to zero playoff experience. That being said, I ambitiously have the nuggets defeating the San Antonio Spurs in the first round, four games to one, then defeating the Oklahoma City Thunder in the second round, four games to one, and then losing to the Houston Rockets in the Western Conference finals, four games to two. We have seen that before Kings. Oh Boy That's right, Tell them that's what you do, young fella. 22 points for This season's Western Conference ninth seed is none other than the Sacramento Kings, who owned the NBA's longest active playoff drought of 13 years. But it is a story of hope. Last season, the Kings won 27 games and were in 12th place in the Western Conference. And this season, they won 39 games and vaulted up to ninth place. However, a 12-game improvement doesn't always equate to job security for the head coach. First of all, again, thank you, thank you for coming tonight uh, to, today. Uh, I would like to you know thank David you know for last three years. I think you know we were good good team you know and uh, did a lot of good stuff. But uh, uh, for us to go to the next level, you know, I decide you know for our young team to to make some changes you know and uh, and move forward. So. It was a good season uh, uh, better than a lot of people expect, but I still believe we you know we could do better so That was Sacramento King's general manager Vladi Divak talking about his decision to fire head coach Dave Yeager. I don't necessarily disagree with the move, but it is questionable considering the King's long-standing reputation as a dysfunctional organization. And despite Divac signing a four-year extension as general manager, I think his job will be in serious jeopardy if the Kings don't make it to the playoffs next season. And when you have a talented young core, headlined by young point guard Darren Fox, you have a lot to be hopeful for. But as a Kings fan, you also have to hope that the Kings organization doesn't find a way to squander that young talent. And next up in the Eastern Conference, we have some unfortunate middle-of-the-road mediocrity with last year's ninth-place team, the Detroit Pistons. They did improve their season with two additional wins, earning them the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference playoffs, but they made it on the very last game of the season by the skin off their teeth. However, their new coach, Dwayne Casey, sees it as a positive. First of all, I want to congratulate each and every one of you. And I said it before... It's not easy to get into the playoffs. There's a lot of teams that want to get in here, all right? But again, this is the beginning. This is the first step to building our program to where we want to go, all right? Doesn't matter who we play. I don't know it, whoever it is. All right, it's our first step. Let's enjoy it. Let's have tomorrow off. But let's let's think about going in and, and making noise in the playoffs, all right? But we got to do it together. Same intensity, same focus you guys had tonight, okay? All right, great job. Great <laughs> Blake Griffin, the Detroit Pistons all-star, power forward, has a lingering knee injury and is literally limping into the playoffs. The curse of being an eighth seed is that you get to match up against the number one seed. And this year, that is the Milwaukee Bucks, the team with the best record in the league, captained by the likely league MVP, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. My prediction, the Pistons get smoked four games to none. And for more doom and gloom, we have this season's Eastern Conference ninth seed, the Charlotte Hornets. They are a franchise that is at an uncomfortable and crucial crossroads. Do they blow it up, or do they continue with more of the same? The hardest part for the Charlotte Hornets is that they're not in control of their own destiny. Their destiny is being dictated by the face of their franchise, all-star point guard Kemba Walker. His free agency has loomed all season— and it's up to him whether he wants to opt in for another five years max or try his luck at another franchise. Before we start, I'm just gonna say, I know I'm gonna get asked free agent questions, so I, I, I I'll answer anything you guys want me to answer, but this is the last time. Like For the rest of the year, no more free agency questions, please, so, yeah. Kemba Walker is the definition of a true professional. He gave his heart and soul to the Hornets not only this season, but for all of the eight seasons he's been in Charlotte since they drafted him. He'll be 29 in May, and my guess is that he'll be heading to a contender. My prediction is a dark horse candidate, the Denver Nuggets. That is it for this episode. All the clips we referenced in this episode are posted on 9 ccom under episode 4. As of April 13th today, the playoffs are officially underway. If your team's in the playoffs, good luck. Go Magic. And if your team's in the NBA lottery, good luck as well. I'll be releasing more podcasts throughout the summer uh, to help myself and hopefully listeners through the doldrums of the NBA offseason. This one was pretty heavy NBA. Uh, My goal is to tell stories that aren't so NBA-centric, but for the namesake, I had to go over this year's ninth seeds. So I'd like to thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode.